Blog Talk Radio. <coughs> Welcome to Kid Missing Radio. I am your host, Angelina Wilson, and today we're going to talk about the disappearance of Tina Stodig from Skowhegan, Maine. Tina was 40 years old when she vanished on May 25, 2017, somewhere along Route 150. Um, Tina had been diagnosed with bipolar disorder and schizophrenia, possibly drug-induced. Um, because she was, unfortunately, an addict. But she's still an important person. She's still someone's daughter. It shouldn't matter. Um, I'd like to introduce her mother, Donna Alameda Carter. Um, Mrs. Carter, can you... Tell us about the day your daughter disappeared and how you found out that she was gone. And Yes. Um, well, Tina was more or less like to herself. She didn't come around much, and she would call us, though. And I hadn't heard from her for a few weeks, so I called the place at a guy's house where she had been staying and I asked him if I could talk to her and he told me that she wasn't there that they had gotten into an argument he had kicked her out at two in the morning and she left with a duffel bag and a um, backpack and he told me that she had gone up the road to another man's house. Um, and that's how I found out. And it had been a few weeks that she had left his place. So I waited another week, and we still hadn't heard anything from her. So that's when I called the police station in Skowhegan to report that I felt she was missing because it was, you know, so long of a time that she wasn't calling any of us because her sister, which is her twin sister, she used to call her quite often and her niece. And no, not Tanya. Tanya's Tanya's my youngest daughter, um, Tammy. Tammy is her twin. And um, so that's that's how I ended up doing a missing persons honor. And did the police take you seriously? Um, no, not really. Not at first and stuff. And um, they wasn't doing anything and time had gone by. And then finally, they ended up giving it over to the state police. And that's when the state police became involved. And then they did searches. Which came up empty. Yes, which came up empty. You have been doing news media, and you've really gotten her story out there. Um, I actually have to thank my aunt, uh, my aunt Terry, for 
sending me the case. Um, that is awesome. She lives in Maine. My family is from Maine. Um, now, I understand that Route 150 in Skowhegan is not like a highway we think of. Um, no, it's not. Desolate and dark. And yes, it's like a back road. Right, more country. Yes, much more country. Now, police have ruled her ex out, as I understand it. Yes, they did, but they are going back there. Be just um, because of because of some stuff that I had heard, and I just I can't um, discuss that part yet. Oh no! Because, no. Yeah, it's it's that's all new. So we'll see what happens when they go back to his house and um, investigate again. Hopefully they'll find something. Now, I read somewhere that there was a possible connection between her case and the case of Megan Gregory. No. No, there was no connection. No. No, I don't even know who who that girl is. I only I'm know sure from either. hearing her, seeing her on face about her on Facebook, being missing. Yeah. But she, they um, found her. Oh, they did. Alive? I yeah, hope? she was dis, she was deceased. Oh. No, she was deceased. <laughs> yeah. Um, I understand that at times she stayed in a homeless shelter in Bangor, and she was five foot two. 140 pounds, um, but it's my understanding from speaking with you that she actually couldn't stay there anymore because of her drug problem. Right. She did used to stay in ho- the homeless shelters in Bangor before all of this happened. Um, because of Tina's drug addiction, she stayed to herself. She couldn't be near any of us. She didn't want to be near any of us. She didn't want us to see her in that condition. Mm-hmm. And when we would see her, it she would be clean during that time, which was not very often. And she did used to stay up in Bangor. She stayed in a homeless shelter up there um, off and on. But we found out, the newspaper said that in July, she was had gone to a homeless shelter in July of 2017, and they sent her away. But I don't believe that. I don't believe that story at all, because there's a lady up in Brewer, that has been helping me with stuff and she had gone around and she went to the homeless shelters. She actually works for homeless, the homeless shelters up there and nobody has seen her. My daughter, Tanya went up there. She questioned the homeless shelters. They all told Tanya that they hadn't seen her. They had flyers of her in, in the homeless shelters. And, um, 
So I I don't believe that. I I don't believe that in July that she went up there to Bangor. I think what happened to her happened to her in Skowhegan. Oh, because it said that she could have been, if she's alive, she could potentially be in Bangor or Waterville. What's in Waterville? And I've been to Waterville. I've stayed in Waterville, but... Just another not town. Much. I I I don't not much. I ha, I don't know what's in Waterville. <laughs> I've never lived in Waterville. Uh, I don't believe also, she's 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 not in either place. Tina gets yeah. disability, social security disability, and the police did a red flag. It's called with the social security office. What a red flag is, is if any money gets taken off of her card, Social Security red flags it and sends the information to the police department saying what town, what store, what ATM, whatever, where there there was money taken off of her card. Mm -hmm. There has not been any money taken off of her card since the 1st of May. Oh, wow. Of 2017. If Tina was still alive, she would be using that money. You know, she had a drug drug addiction. She smoked cigarettes. She needed personal products and stuff. She would be using that money. None of that, the money hasn't been touched. It hasn't been touched. And then I found out that um, up at the end of the road from her ex-boyfriend's, um, her debit card was found on the ground by a young boy, and he brought it home to his mother, and, and his mother did contact me, and I told her to take For it to the police card? station. Huh? Her what card was found? Her Social Security card that her money gets put on. Oh, so she couldn't be using it. Well, she cannot. If if she had been if she had been was still alive, she can she could always contact Social Security, tell them that she lost her card, and they could issue a new one. But a new a new card was never issued. Someone claims to have seen her in Calais. No. <laughs> There's um, going to be okay. stories like that. Right. Somebody thought somebody thought she was just walking around in Skowhegan. I mean, come on. It's been two years. Everybody knows about her being missing. The cops know her. They know her. I mean, we're from the area. She grew up there. She went to school there. And yeah. um, And come to find out, it wasn't even her. It was some other girl that kind of looked yeah. like her because she had, she had, um, you know, brown hair. I know. I I hear that. I get stories. I get stories like that. I that I think I saw her here. I think I saw her there. You know that. Yeah. I I I hope. I hope and pray that she's still alive. That would be wonderful. You know, and maybe, maybe 
maybe her, you know, her mental illness got so bad that I don't know. It it's it's possible, but yeah, I don't believe it. Now we mentioned earlier that Tina's a twin, and I understand she sometimes used her twin's ID. Oh yes, not her ID. And she used to just give. She used to just give give her, her um, sister's name. That's what I mean. If she her got if she got picked, yeah. Or if she got if she got picked up for something in trouble, she well, would sometimes her use her sister's <laughs> use her sister's name. <laughs> they had, had the same her birthday, off, huh? so <laughs> they just had a different first name. Yeah. Did that upset her sister? Oh yes, yeah. And she also uses the name Jen. Yeah, that's what I heard. I never heard of that. Um, I never okay. heard she anything has, like that. Yeah, she has several tattoos. Party dot. Yeah, she does. I'm not sure what that is? A cross, a sun and moon, a heart. And I should have mentioned earlier, she was born August twenty fifth, nineteen seventy six. So she's right. two years younger than me. And by the way, I don't know if you know this or not, but with those Social Security debit cards, mm-hmm. um, I happen to have one. If you use it out of your normal area, they will freeze it and call you because they want to make sure it's really you using it. Right. So I spent the weekend out of state and tried to use it. They wouldn't let me. <laughs> they froze it and called me. So if she's out of her normal area. She wouldn't be able to use it without answering right. the call. Right, yeah. <clears throat> now, there was an abandoned building, I guess, near or on the property of the guy that she was staying with. I guess state troopers searched it, and then it got burnt down at some point. Did they find any clues? No, no. I, there hasn't been anything more said about, about the abandoned house that got that got burnt to the ground. By the I way, haven't heard I anything. You... Oh, I'm sorry. By the way, I don't know if you know this or not, but a man named Jerry was on the uh, police department's Facebook page. He says he has her clothes. When was that? Um, we went there to long. his. We went there to yep. his place and um, and got what clothes he gave us back a couple years ago. Well, this wasn't even that long ago. Because uh, I just read it on their page. That's why I wrote it down. Hmm. I wonder how the, come the police officers haven't said anything to me. I just talked to them two days ago. I don't know, but it's on, a th- on the thread about her. It's in there, and I went, hmm, wonder if Mom knows this, <laughs> you know. Now, there was rumors that she was pregnant and that she was on probation. No, she can't get pregnant. She had her tubes cut and tied years ago. Ah. And was she on probation? Um, I'm not sure if she was on probation. I know 
just I know prior to her going missing, she had just gotten out of jail. So she might have been. Oh. Um, there are a couple other possible sightings. One in Madison at Cumberland Farms. For those of you not living in New England, um, we call that Cumbies for short. And also one at a Rite Aid in Fairfield. Fairfield's right next to Waterville. Mm, I didn't so. know about those. Really? Yeah, no, I didn't know about those. I believe those came off that same thread, if I'm not mistaken. Do you know if she has any friends or dealers in, in Bangor? Because she evidently kept going back there. So was it just to go to the shelter, or did she have friends or dealers? She or had a whatever? friend. She had a, She had a friend that lived there. And um, that was living in the because she had she eventually had gotten her own apartment after she got her um, social security, and she had a friend, a girlfriend that lived in the same building. And um, after she had gone missing and stuff, um, I had contacted the lady to ask her if she had seen Tina if Tina had been to her house or anything, but she said that she hadn't seen Tina or heard from her. Did you go through Tina's apartment? Huh? Did you go through Tina's apartment? I didn't realize she had an apartment. Up in Bangor. This yeah, was did way back. That? Oh, she didn't have it anymore? I moved. This was way back. I moved her out of there. I moved her out of that apartment. She didn't have much, but she had some stuff. But I moved her out of that apartment. She came down here to Bitterfit for a little while, stayed with us for a little while, and ended up having to go into the psychiatric unit in the hospital here in Bitterfit and um, never contacted us and... The last thing we found out, we went to the hospital, and she had um, left the hospital and had a, had somebody from Clinton go there and pick her up, and and she left. She didn't stay. Like I said, she just she 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 had a very bad, severe addiction. Yeah. Well, it, it had a hold of her, and she could not let go of it. It's interesting you say Clinton. Because, well, first of all, that's got to be at least a couple hours from Biddeford. Yes, it is. Two or three. Um, cause yeah, it's, it's two hours. Yeah, about two hours. Yeah. So that's about halfway up the state. So, yeah, and I know that because... It, it takes me two aunt. hours to go to Skowhegan. Yeah. And that's up closer to Clinton than you. So. <laughs> but, yeah, Clinton, Fairfield, Waterville, they're all in the same area. Yes. And I don't know who this guy is <clears throat> from Clinton that went and got her. I have no idea what his name is or anything. Hmm. It seems like, well, the police, for some reason, the state police handed it back to Skowhegan. It's not clear why. 
And they all seem to think she's I'm pretty sure I know why. I'm pretty damn sure I know why. Yeah, I know why. But... You don't have to say. (laughs) No. You know, they're not very good at getting back to you when you call them. You call them about something, you want to tell them about a lead, um, talk to them about something, and... You're blue in the face, and you can call back three, four, five times before they even will call you back, if they call you back. I hate places like that. Oh, man. Just the other day, I called Skowhegan Police. I talked to the the officer that um, answered the phone, and I had talked to him, and he asked me if he could help me, and I said... Well, I wanted to talk to the detective that was handling Tina's case, and he said, well, he's not in, and he said, is there anything that I can do? And so I told him the situation, what was going on, and I said, can you please have him call me tomorrow? I really need to talk to him. And tomorrow came. He didn't call me. I waited till 4.30. I called back, and the police officer at the front desk um, he knew I said who I was, and he knew I was a little bit um, pissed. And um, I said, I, want, I need to talk to him. And he said, well, give me your number. And then he goes, well, never mind. I'll put you over to his phone. So, I went, got, so it went over to his phone, and it rang and rang and rang. And then his voicemail picked up. And um, I told him just how I felt about it. I said, you know, I don't understand. Why is it that when I call you guys, I said, and it was the same way with the state police, I can call you, I can leave messages, I get, I get, I get um, the person that's answering the phone telling me they'll, they'll give you the message, they'll get back to you, they never get back to you. You know, I said, why? I said, my daughter's important. I'm important. They need to have better communication and and get back to you. And um, it weren't even 10 minutes and he called me back. And it was him, the detective. 10 minutes and he called me back. It took a little doing, but you got it. <laughs> um, well, I've never, I've never gotten upset either, or to, or you know, for them to see how upset that I am, that I was, and I had to, I had to speak up, I had to get upset. You know, I know what my daughter was, I know what she was, but you know what? She was a daughter. She was a sister. She was an aunt. That's what she was. And there's somebody out there that has taken her life. And I want to know who it was. And I want to know what happened to her. And I just want to be able to bring her home here. I know she gave them a hard time. She gave the cops in Skowhegan a hard time. I know that she did. 
she always got herself into trouble and everything and stuff. But she's a person. Right. She's a person. <laughs> and she was a good person, too. She really was. <laughs> she would have done anything for anybody. I'm so sorry. I, I just wanted to ask you, um, is it possible because she did have a severe addiction that she could have been, no easy way to put this, prostituting? Because that certainly will put you in danger. Yeah, I don't know. I and have heard I had that. To ask you that. No, I'm that's sorry, I okay because I I have heard that I have heard that. It sometimes goes that. with the addiction, unfortunately. I know, I know that, and I you have heard that. Now. As much as I didn't want to hear it, I have heard that that she yeah. that she was involved with some of that. It amazes me how much drugs is up in Maine now. Oh, it's terrible! It's just yeah. terrible. My family has said that. They've said, you, you won't believe it. You know? Said, wow, really? <laughs> I thought of it as, you know, cause my mother's from farm country, <laughs> you know? So it's, that's how I thought of Maine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's bad. You made me cry. It's, every, it's um, everywhere, ev- everywhere. Yeah, it truly is. <clears throat> and you know what? Treat it like a disease. She has a disease, but she also has a disease of mental illness, which she's probably self-medicating with the drugs, and therefore she's more vulnerable. Look harder for her. You know? that That's my opinion. She's someone's child, like you said. Someone's sister, someone's aunt. You know what? I don't care what she did. She's a human being. And she has a right to be laid to rest. Now, is her father searching for her, too? Her father passed away. Oh. Yeah, he died a few years back. Oh, so you were widowed? Yeah. He had cancer. No, I wasn't with him. We divorced when my girls were little. Yeah, because I noticed you had a different last name. Yeah. Um, I I just want to mention... Tina's got a Facebook page. I'll get you the exact name. I don't want to send anybody in the wrong place. Oh, maybe not. I thought she had a Facebook page. Um, but you can check out her mother's page, Donna Alameda Carter. She has updates on her. Um, and her sister's page, Tanya Stadig. Um, we have about two minutes left. If there's, what do you, is there anything you want to say to your daughter or to the person or persons that may have brought harm to her? Um... I would like to say that to the people that have brought harm to her or person, please, 
please, please speak up, please. Do what's right. Do what's right. I know that it must be eating you apart, but please do what's right. Do it for me. Do it for her. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Is there anything you want to say to your daughter? Yep. Tina, I just want to say that I love you so much. I miss you so much. I want you back home. If you are alive and you are here in this, please, Tina, come home. Please come home. Thank you so much for doing this. I know it had to be very difficult for you. Um, I want to thank your daughter for getting a hold of me. Thank my aunt for sending me your case. Um, I want to say goodbye and God bless to everyone. And before I say goodbye, I just want to say our next show is in two weeks from tonight. Um, it'll be on the unsolved murder of Somerville, Massachusetts teenager Deanna Kremen. Um, her mother was unable to join me but gave me a statement to read, so this will be a shorter show. Um, again, thank you so much for joining me, and thank everyone for listening. Goodbye and God bless. Thank you, Mrs. Carter. Thank you. You're very welcome. Goodbye. Bye, everyone.